and welcome back. It's another edition of Mile High Magazine. I'm Murphy Houston. Hope your Sunday. Hope your weekend is going well and you're behaving and avoiding the COVID, wearing a mask, social separation, washing your hands, all they ask you to do. And I'm really excited to have my friend, Dr. Larry Kaplan, back. He's the uh, healthcare logistics operations on an international level. The guy's a big guy. And Dr. Kaplan, how are you? I'm doing well, Murphy. Great, great to be back. Yeah, good to have you back in Denver as well. So I guess the hot topic I've heard the last few days here, Dr. Kaplan, is about the vaccines. There's a couple of them available, and I just kind of want to get your opinion on both. Well, they're, they're, they're both excellent. Um, you know, they, the government did a, a really fantastic step in, in advancing forward, creating the vaccine concurrent with testing it. So we have vaccine ready to go. Um, from both Pfizer and Moderna, uh, Pfizer is a little tougher to get distributed because it actually needs to be sent out at negative 94 degrees Fahrenheit. Right, I read to, that. Uh, yeah, which is which is tough for cold chain. We're used to sending things around at freezing and, and refrigerated and whatnot. We do that all the time. But when you start pushing things around at close to a minus 100, um, the it becomes a lot more technical and tougher to get to the rural areas. So the Pfizer vaccine will be a little bit more challenging, especially being dual dose um, than the Moderna one. And the Moderna one is actually almost 95% effective, which is spectacular. Yeah, that's, so we've got that's good. A great, great. Yeah, we've got a great, great thing going there with those two. So you think they'll start distributing, as we've heard so many times, by the end of the year, early 2021? I, I think we're going to get vaccinations in December for the people who are most vulnerable um, and some of the frontline workers. I think that's going to start in December. Um, there's 20 million doses, I believe, that are going to be ready of the Moderna, and, um, and, and I don't remember what the count is on the Pfizer, but um, they're going to start to go out, and they're both incredibly effective. So that'll happen first. Um, I think we'll start to see... Broad, broader availability to the public by March. That's pretty good. It's pretty outstanding. And will you take the shot? Everybody wants to know, is it is it really safe? <laughs> you know how people yeah, are. Uh, they're suspicious. So, you know, it's interesting. The, 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 I was critical of the path the government took initially where the first five companies that they, um, that they funded to move forward were all doing things in a, in a way that We'd really never run um, vaccines before. So it wasn't the traditional way of growing them in chicken eggs or some of the other ways. Sure. <laughs> Excuse me, yeah. some of the other ways we've done yeah. it. But, um, but what they've done has, may, has really set a standard that um, will carry us forward in a phenomenal way. It's, it, it produces a much less risky solution and uh, very rapid to deployment. I mean, we've never gone from identifying an infectious disease to a distributable vaccine in 10 months in the history of the planet. And, um, and to be able to pull that off was incredible work, but it's going to say something about how we're going to manage some of this on a go-forward basis, and not just vaccines. This, this um, approach can be utilized for therapeutic stuff, uh, therapeutics as well. So we're gonna, it's gonna, there's going to be an impact that's going to be long-lasting as a result of this. But to answer your question directly, yes, I would take the vaccine. And you think uh, it works similar for those that don't know? Is it like when you get your flu shot? Is it, It's not a cure. It's a vaccine, correct? Right. So uh, what, a, okay. what a vaccine is, 
is it tricks your body into producing a immune response to a specific, in this case, virus. And the the standard that we compare it to is what your body produces when it's actually infected with the virus. So that's what we use as the gold standard, your your own body's natural production. So what it what it does is produces that. I actually am being tested for COVID as we speak. No, I was going to say, are you getting a shot so now? <laughs> I, yeah, well, I um, I, you know, who knows? But but uh, it's it it will work. Um, it, it works in a way to create your body um, to be prepared for the exposure. So it won't stop you from being exposed, but what it will do is have your body react much more quickly and much more aggressively to the exposure and not allow it to seed inside your body and then give you all the symptoms. So you still get exposed, and but your body will, will react. Think of it like chickenpox, right? If you got a chickenpox vaccine right. and you were exposed to someone with chickenpox, you still were exposed, but your body fought it, and you didn't actually get chickenpox. It's like that. So the same thing. And, and how soon? I mean, they tell you when you get your flu shot, it takes, what, a couple of weeks for it to really be effective. Is that could be the same way with these t- uh, shots yeah. themselves? It'll take a little while for it to be effective in your system? Correct. So, And, and this, these are dual-dose vaccines, both of these. So you'll have to take the first one, and then you'll go and take the second one. And then about two to three weeks after the second one is really when you should have immunity. And then how long so does there's that, still a period of time? Yeah, is that then is that going to be an annual shot like the flu shot every year? You got to get them again. Not sure yet. We don't know the answer to that. Wow, that's interesting. But it is amazing how quick they came up with a solution. That's uh, got to be on top of the heap at how fast these people worked, isn't it? It's never been done before, and um, and we would have been happy with a 70% or 80% efficacy. Um, we To end up with 90 and 95%, that's a, that's a material difference. So a, a lay that, layer that on top of the number of people who will actually have been exposed at this point, because we pretty much doubled the number of people exposed between August and now, and we're probably going to double again between now and January. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, so we're looking at probably having 30% of the population exposed um, just naturally uh, by January. And, um, and that's, that's a lot of people. And even with less than a half a percent fatality rate, you're still talking about, you know, close to 400,000 deaths, um, yeah. which is a really, really big number. That's a huge and, number. You know, yeah, but look, I, I, when we talked about this, months and months and months ago i told you by december we should be at about 300,000 deaths yeah you did that was when that was when we were at 60,000 um and it looks like we're tracking pretty close to that real close to that yeah. so can you tell me what you know about this vaccine from russia that's supposed to be so fantastic according to russia <laughs> okay so um russia ran a very similar process to what pfizer's running and moderna ran so it's not that they're technology is crazy or anything else. What they did was they announced the vaccine at the same time that Pfizer and Moderna were announcing they were going into phase three. And all they did was announce that they had a, a vaccine that was effective while when they launched into phase three also. So they're not tracking any faster than we are. Um, they just 
decided to announce premature to having any data. Um, their data does look good, though. They do. It does look like what they're doing works, and and that's great because you know they're, they're, there'll be more people producing vaccine for for more parts of the world, and we need that. Yeah, I'm sure we do. I don't think we'll see any of that Russia vaccine over here, though. Do you? No, 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 no. We've got. Um, in the way we're tracking, I would expect that we're going to have probably four really good vaccines here. Oh, that's great. And and to have four separate manufacturers producing vaccine, um, that's that's great. Yes, and, it is. Uh, you know, we just have to get the data back on, on a couple more. But uh, And the FDA is reviewing. They have to do their job um, and approve an EUA for use. So once they do that, we'll move forward. All right, let's just uh, kind of change the, the direction here a little bit. We're talking with Dr. Uh, Larry Kaplan with our kind of our monthly visit for a while, and he's on top of the game here as far as uh, COVID's concerned. And at first we were told, Doc, that it was harder for kids to get COVID, but lately it seems like there's been an increased cases in children. Can maybe we get into that a little bit? Sure. So children are are equally capable of getting exposed to it and contracting it. What they what they have a much lower circumstance of is having any symptoms associated with it, and and if anyone tells you they know why, then I, I would love to hear it because I nobody really knows why exactly. Um, we'll we'll try and figure that out as time goes on, but they just seem to have a much lower rate of bad outcomes. I mean, for the and, and at the same rate, women seem to have less problematic outcomes than men. So, you know, it's, there's a continuum here that we'll figure out over time. But um, the, the difference is that, if you remember, we shut schools down, sent everybody home, separated all the kids. And, um, and we were working through trying to get the virus under control early on. Now, in many cases, we have kids congregating again, um, whether they're in schools or other activities, um, or people are just fatigued from being separated yes um and and we have a huge increase right now in exposure across the entire country and um this is actually the worst it's been it certainly is seems a a little bit out of control doesn't it it is out of control right now and um the upside to it is the combination of the number of people exposed plus the vaccine distribution, um, we will get to a, a point where there are so many people that have either been exposed to it directly or have been vaccinated for it that when you interact with other people, 70, 80 percent of the people you come in contact with won't, have, won't be at risk of getting it. And that in and of itself is how the virus ultimately gets stopped. We're not able to Without that, we're not able to stop the, dis- the, the spread of this thing. And that's what we've been trying to delay as long as we can. Going into this, where we are right now, you can see the coldest parts of the country are having skyrocketing rates. Right. You know, the upper Midwest is, I mean, they've got a positivity rate of 40 to 50 percent. Wow. So 40 to 50 percent of the cases, people that are being tested are coming up positive. That is wildly explosive growth. And um, and you see you're seeing it across the entire country. And as it gets colder in the next two months, this is going to continue to to grow. And you know, look, the virus does not um, pay attention to any geographic borders. 
It doesn't care that you're in one state versus the other. Um, it's going to go and spread, and, uh, and that's kind of where we are. So we'll get through it, and there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and, and these vaccines are, are a big help, but, but we're going to have a tough road through probably the beginning of January. Well, even here in Colorado, and you're familiar with Colorado, it started off kind of slow, and now it's just, it's just booming. They're saying like one in 100 residents probably have COVID and are carrying it right now. That's not surprising, um, actually. And, you know, it's going to, I mean, I think your your positivity rate is maybe 12% or yeah, something. Yeah, about um, right. Something like that. And um, and that's a high number. When you cross the when you cross over that ten percent threshold, you're you're really starting to spread this. Um, when you start getting over the twenty percent, it's pretty much out of control at that point. So it, the the problem we have is that there's such broad exposure right now that we can't we can't even do contact tracing anymore. That's true. Because they can't. They can't hear either. No, they, they're they're not even people are testing positive, and no one's even asking them who you're in contact with. So now it's falling on people's personal responsibility to, to, to handle this themselves. So if, in fact, you test positive, please, on your own, go call the people that you've been in contact with in the last handful of days, you know, three, four, five days, and go and let them know that you tested positive. Right, right. So that they can then start to be on the lookout for it and maybe get themselves tested, and we can see if we could start to slow it at least a little bit. Everyone needs to take that personal responsibility because that's where we are right now. It's beyond where the government's going to be able to call you and say, okay, who did you meet with? And then they're going to chase it down. There's just too many cases. That's a good point. And before I let you go, Thanksgiving's coming up, Christmas is coming up. What's your advice to everybody as far as avoiding this whole situation? You got to skip it. I, as, as as crazy as that sounds, um, stick to your immediate family, the people that you're that you're in close proximity with all the time. Um, it's unfortunate that that's going to be the circumstance, but but we're not in a we're not in a time where um, the, the likelihood is. If you put together a gathering of 20 or 30 people to have Thanksgiving together or Christmas together, someone in there is probably exposed. And, and if, that's, if, if that's the case, you run the risk of now 30 more people being exposed. Oh, so it's just not the season for it. I mean, it, this is absolutely the worst time for us to have Thanksgiving and Christmas with the way, this, way, the, way the exposures are going right now. So as terrible as that sounds, um, that's what's really happening. Plan on some spring activities with your family, but, but I would just knock it all back for this particular one, unfortunately. Sound words of advice. Dr. Larry Kaplan, again, appreciate your time here. It's Mile High Magazine. I'm Murphy Houston. You guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you next week.